two Chinese food. Two hmm? all the Chinese food. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome back to another episode of COP. This week, we're talking the Groove Tube, but before we talk about that, Matthew, how are you doing? Chilling. Chilling? That's it. You know what I mean? <laughs> See any good movies? No. I didn't. Read any good comics? No. No, you know what I did? Um, because I saw the Batman, mm-hmm. I re-read uh, Batman Year One. Still great. I don't know. The, that's just where everyone should start. It's good comics. They always take a little bit out of it for every Batman adaptation. That's how you know it's the bomb diggity. Uh, I think you have you explained that one to me before. It sounds familiar. It's just four issues. Frank Miller did it, and mm. it's just his origin. It's just like his first adventure, and it, it charts over the course of one year. And it's like there's this continuing mystery. It's pretty good. The art is great. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a nice package. So I read that. Is the new Batman supposed to be his formative years as the Bat? Uh, his The new Batman, they say he's in year two. Oh, okay. So, you know, read year one and then uh, it's not going to be the same, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It'll be good prep. Interesting. I've been telling uh, people to read that. You know, tell somebody close to me to read that. We'll see if she reads it. Probably not. This is her challenge. That's all I have to say. I keep on mentioning Watchmen to someone, too, and I hope that they read it. You know what? Okay, Batman Year One is four issues, and it's just a normal comic book. Watchmen is, like, 12 issues plus, like, written pieces in between, and it's all dense as hell. So that, I don't blame them as much. But Year One is four issues that they just sold at the newsstand, man. Like, just a little... Yeah, there's no bo- there's no bonus with Doctor Manhattan political reports or some shit. In the you know, there's no pirate comic inside. It's nothing. Yeah, no well, excuses. Yeah, there's no excuses. Facts. That's it. That's uh, that's all I read, and I've seen really nothing since. Hmm. Hmm. So that happens when we uh, record the show uh, a little tight. Oh well, we'll have more shows to talk about next time. Uh, how about you, sir? Um, don't think so. Well, there's... <laughs> Have you ever heard of the movie called Serial Mom? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the Serial Mom issue. Um, yeah, um, I've heard of it. Uh, I've never seen it, though. It features an early appearance of Matthew Lillard. That's a call forward. And it's directed by John Waters. And the mom is a serial killer. And she gets found out, and then she goes to court, and then she represents herself. So you, you kind of get, like, uh, schlocky gore stuff, and then you get this little uh, campy court thing, you know? Yeah. I watched this movie with Caitlin. <laughs> oh, a straight call out. Okay. I watched it with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says that we didn't watch it together. Now, this makes me fearful that she might have dementia or early signs early onset alzheimer's it happens because if i didn't watch it with her and i didn't watch it with you i did not watch this movie and i know i watched this movie so it has to be with you or her you said it didn't happen it's her i don't know how how recently how do you know you watched it recently it was probably like over three years ago how do you know you didn't watch it with some other person i've messaged everyone maybe your mom no and i said did have you ever messaged other people oh yeah yeah no 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 like co-workers who have quit like (laughs) i i've texted them and been like did you recommend me the movie serial mom and they said no um so it was no one else maybe it was a vision and maybe you haven't seen it yet do you think about that as distinguished from a dream yes a mirror cataloging of the day's events, yes. Well, did you rewatch the movie or anything? No. But no. you confirmed that you have seen it before. I know I've seen it. Okay. Okay, I believe I believe you, I guess. And I watched it with Caitlin. That's all I'll say. And that's that. Well, that's my story. <laughs> uh, Earthbound, I'm not done. But I have the whole squad now. 
I have Ness, I have Paula, I have Jeff, and I have Pooh. I don't know why they want Prince Pooh. Probably some funny. fable. I, you think that's just it? His name's Pooh. It's like you, you always have that character. You either name him Pooh or Spud <laughs> or or Dinky or Scratchy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's just the Pooh character. <laughs> He's like this prince from a, a faraway land. It looks like kind of Indian and Asian culture smushed together. Is it the guy with the little hair? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's weird that he looks like a caricature or like a stereotype. Like he's like the kung fu guy. He's wearing like kung fu things, right? Yes. But then like Japanese people made this. So, But I guess it's supposed to be like American yeah. in setting. So I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah, maybe that's like meta. They're... It's like, oh yeah. Like it's like in kung fu, you know, like it's like, oh, it's, it's like making fun almost. It could be. Yeah. It could be because they have like the the kid they have Ness and then they have the the nerd they have the girl and then they have the token foreigner <laughs> and token foreigner yeah yeah <laughs> he's the fez of the group <laughs> maybe that's that's the thing is like poo is like an acronym it's like um don't ask me to think of one but it could be an acronym yeah yeah for foreigner um and the game just keeps getting weirder. Uh, I went to this place called Moonside. Do you know the stage in Smash 4 side? It's one of the bigger stages. It's just a bunch of buildings. I is, Does Ultimate have every stage? Uh, I think so. Okay, then it's in it. It's one of the banned stages in Melee, so I n- never play it. But it's this huge... Um, it looks like New York at night, and then a UFO sometimes appears in the top right corner. Isn't that like New Pork City? I no, that's that. another one. Yeah, I don't know that. You don't know? No. Do you want me to show you? Do you care? Oh, uh, sure. Show me. Actually, yeah? just in case. Okay, I'll show you. Just uh... a few moments later. Uh, you go to Fourth Side, and you go to this bar. A- actually, before that, you um, you find this character that you met early on in the game, and you see him laying on the ground in the middle of the street, and then there's a bunch of like people circled around him. So you go up to the circle, you talk to everyone, everyone just kind of says a little line of dialogue, and this one guy's like, I'll give you my spot if you give me something. And then you just have to give him whatever. Like you spawn the circle? Yeah. And watching the body? Yeah. Okay. So you give him something, and then you get into the circle, and then you can go up to the guy and talk to him. And then he's talking about, like, oh, I'm going to go now, like, I'm fading away, like, I'm going, like he's dying. Um... That's what he implies. And then he gives you some tip about what to do. And then he's like, all right, I'm going now. And then he just gets up and walks away. And I'm like, that is so funny. That is, <laughs> that's so awesome. But he tells you to go back back into this bar and go behind the counter. And then you do that. And then everything, like, turns black. And then um, buildings uh, just have their silhouettes in RGB alternating colors. And people talk backwards, and yes means no, and no means yes. Oh, they go to the Black Lodge? Yeah. <laughs> and the the enemies that you fight there is, like, there's a dolly clock, and there's an abstract painting, and then stop signs and gas pumps attack you, that sort of thing. Oh. And it just gets so weird. You have to talk to these teleport guys and just teleport all around the map until you enter this room with no way out and you have to like solve a little riddle to get out of there so weird um then you get poo and that's kind of kind of where i'm at but the game is super fun i really see why people love the game it seems like it has a fun the most appealing thing about it for me looking at is just that it's it looks like it's fun pop culture stuff mm-hmm. and then weird offbeat humor where you can... It's like Pokemon, but you can, like, punch a fire or a fire hydrant, I yep. guess. Yeah. It's kind of wacky. It's fun for the whole family, I think. Yeah. it's And you know what? It's much easier than I thought it would be. I Whenever I talk to people about this game, they just talk about how difficult it is. I'm not getting that at all. It's pretty... <laughs> wait, wait till you meet Ganondorf. <laughs> in Earthbound before you start stop start talking smack about the difficulty. You honey, there's a story. I'll tell you that. Okay. I was just saying that the other day. Like 
Band down the hatches, man. Playing Earthbound has been making me want to get back into melee and try to do some Ness combos. But I learned very quickly that Ness actually sucks complete ass in melee. Um, so now I've just been playing Fox and really <laughs> liking it again. So Ness made me appreciate Fox now. Maybe you can find a way to get the Ness skin on Fox. And then, oh, it looks so cursed. <laughs> and then you can just play... And then you get the best of both worlds. I remember in French class in high school, um, I would just go on my laptop and I would always, I don't know why they let me go on my laptop all the time. In class? Yeah. Oh, you're taking notes. I guess I told them I was taking notes, but (laughs) I was actually, um, programming, like, um, my shine to be rainbow colors and 20XX and, like, making custom skins in the back of the class. Programming? (laughs) You just, you mean, like, you're playing pretend, right? A fan game. Right, yes, yes, okay. Yeah, that was, you know, going and looking at the hex shit and looking up on Reddit how to read whatever that means. and That's your new challenge, is go make, mo- give Fox a Ness skin. It'll look fresh, I think. And man, when you bring that, when you bring that fighter to the tournament, man, you're going to be the talk of the town. Kind of pissed me off sometimes, because I used to go to melee tournaments. I kind of want to go to one again, that would be fun. Um, but... Sometimes when you go to tournaments, people uh, will bring their setups and they'll have modded skins and it's kind of a piss off. Like, I just want pure vanilla melee in a tournament. I it seems want... weird that they would allow that. Yeah. Because then what else could they have changed? That There's like a, a pretty famous example of someone bringing a Wii and they had a modded Pichu. And they just made Pichu's hitboxes epic and it did way more damage than normal. That sort of thing. And he went through the whole tournament and won because he's like, I just want to play on my setup if that's fine. And it all looked clean. Right? Yeah, like yeah. in the moment, you're like, I, okay, I guess. That's weird. Yeah, like he's just really good at yeah. Pichu. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, but after people watched the the videos, the replays, and then they were like, okay, this guy's cheating, and they just banned him, I think. <laughs> was, that, was that local? Yeah. Local oh, tournaments are wacky. Oh, man, that's funny. I, I won the last local tournament I went to, like a very small one, and then that was it. Tournaments will be back. They will return now that COVID is over. Don't worry. Yeah. And I'll be there. You want to go? Yeah, I'll check it out. You should enter. Catch a vibe. <laughs> oh, is it, does it cost money? Like five bucks. Uh, ten bucks. <sighs> Maybe if it's five bucks. <laughs> Maybe, you know, I still need lunch, so. Would you do teams with me? Yeah, I'd do teams with you. I'd pay for your entrance. Okay, deal, deal, yeah? deal. Set it up. <laughs> Who would you go, Sammy? Random. <laughs> that's a that's that's Sigma. If you go as random in melee, it kind of sucks that melee lacks a true random. Like, do you know how you can go in the bottom right corner? Yeah, and you can just hit that blank space, and it's random. That kind of sucks because people do that, and then they get a character that they don't really like, and they go, nah. And they just keep hitting the random button until oh, they... Oh, whereas, like, other random and locks it in. And locks like, it in, and... It's too bad. Yeah, you You right. get who you get. Yeah, I guess you're right. But if you're if you're real, like I am, then what, your first go is what you're taking, so it doesn't even matter, you know? Mm-hmm. Even if I get Bowser. Okay. And that's a promise. Catch us in teams. <laughs> what is this CPU doing? He's just jumping up and down and hitting jab? He's... Like, it was their second game. Okay, they weren't too bright with it. I'm sorry. Melee isn't the best game ever. Like, sorry to break this to people, but... I mean, sm- uh, like, Ultimate's way more fun casually. Um, I would agree. Yeah. Well, you can have more people, and that's more funner. And half the cast kind of sucks, and a lot of them are clones. Yeah, the clone thing is big. They should just be- They'll make those skins in the next game, when it's Smash Mega Ultimate 3. I was talking to that um, with Kaylin recently, and I was saying, what, is, what are they going to do next? They're going to have to clean slate it. You, that's Smash Ultimate. It has everyone. It's The next game isn't going to be everyone and then more, right? It's going to be Smash, and this is going to happen because there's nowhere else to go. It's going to be Smash 64 Remake. <laughs> Only 12, 8 characters. Maybe something like that. And... Then, um, 
uh, they'll have to add a bunch of other stuff because <laughs> probably can't get away with that right away. It'll be three dimensional. We're headed into the third dimension. It it actually uh, is. It's like well, it's like more. It's more. two point five more. It's gonna be full dimensional. Okay. Can it's I show you something? Yeah. Twelve seconds later. So this week we did Groove Tube. Was a bit of a wheel pick, for better or for worse. And Usually for worse, but you know. That's our burden to bear, and we'll we'll bear that for you until we die. And it's um, like a parody of seventies television. Yeah. It ha- also it has an early appearance of Chevy Chase, which was pretty awesome. Yes. And that's the notable thing about the movie: Chevy Chase was in this, and also it's a seventies TV parody. The movie starts with the like a two thousand one space odyssey. Um, parody where the monkeys are sitting around and then they go and find the monolith but instead of a monolith it's a tube television and then they start dancing and the female uh, apes you know shake their chest around in, in glee and then you just get little snippets little gags here and there mocking advertisement the media television corporate news that sort of thing and uh, I really, really disliked this movie quite a bit. What about you? Uh, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed this movie, actually. Yeah? Yes. Good. I, I want to hear why you dislike this movie. So the synopsis for this, there isn't really a synopsis because it's just a bunch of disconnected skits. Yeah. It's like, um, I don't know. What are some other skits? <laughs> remember movie 43? Don't remember it. It's, <laughs> don't remember it. Uh, it's just skits. Um, so, let me ask you this, Mm -hmm. um, what was your favorite skit before you go into trashing the film? Um, maybe my favorite skit is, is it Chevy Chase or Chevy? I think it's Chevy Chase. Chevy Chase. Okay. But, but you think Chevy because of like, like he's a Chevy. Yeah. Or maybe it is Chevy. You know, when people say fast, it's hard to tell. I know. They need to slow that down. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll look it up. I'll I, say Chevy. I like Chevy Chase because it's it, ch- ch- you know mm-hmm. he he sounds like a news anchor or some some character Stan Lee dreamed up. <laughs> so I like it like that. I like Chevy Chase. I I like the skit where it's him and his wife and it's for like headache medicine or uh, mu- muscle relaxant or something yeah it's like geritol or something yeah yeah that was probably my favorite that or when they're having the round table discussion and then they just start eating the food and drinking the tea and just talking with their mouthful those two were probably my favorite and most of it was also not good yeah i don't i think okay do you want to go through the skip by skip uh we can if you want I think that's the best way to go about this. Sure. Okay, there's a list on the Wikipedia. You want just a list? Yeah, pull up the list. For sure. Forget that. Um, list? No, it's, what, the, forget the Blockbuster link? What's yes. the problem? Yeah, okay. It has all the sketches. Okay. Let's start with the opening sketch. So it's a 2001. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is a keynote skit. Okay, right away, um, it's invoking one of the great movies of all time. Yep. So that easily cements it at least in the realm of some of the most okay movies of all time. Mm-hmm. That was a fun intro. Then you get, like, you know what? They play Curtis Mayfield. They play Move On Up. That's a hot track. It's feeling good. You're talking about the credits? No. Well, <laughs> in, they play that in the beginning, too. Yeah. This is just... Yeah, that's uh, good credits. <laughs> well, sometimes the credit. Well, are the credits part of the movie or no? Do they count that as part of the runtime? No. Which, this movie, by the way, is only an hour and 13 minutes, okay? 75 minutes, according to Wikipedia, which is very slight. Okay, the Hitchhiker skit's kind of funny. You know? Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, Basically, this guy, he's a hitchhiker. He throws out his thumb, this girl picks him up. And then uh, they're driving along, and she just starts hitting on him. So she can't control herself. She loves this hitchhiker. Swerves off the side of the road. They run into the uh, forest and strip. Luckily for us, 70s 
Um, pubic hair is very um, bushful, so it censors <laughs> most of the vulgarity there. I was happy about that. And then they do their thing. The guy walks out. Oh, dude, there's a police officer. He's catching him with his pants. Got him. Literally caught him with his. Well, caught him with his pants off, even, and his underpants off. It's funny. <laughs> kind of boomer humor. That didn't really. Well, make me, okay. Like, haha, that sucks. <laughs> Okay, I thought that was funny. Okay, okay. It had the song. It was mm-hmm. nice integration. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm giving that a thumbs up. I'm gonna give these each thumbs up and thumbs down. Okay, I'll give it a thumbs down. Okay, okay, fine. You know, all right. Coco the clown. Okay, this one's funny. I'm I'm gonna tell you now. This one's funny. Okay, <laughs> it's just like one of those clown. It's just a children's show. It's a parody of a children's show. And. Okay, this clown says, all right, it's time for special fun time or whatever it is. Imagination time. Imagination time. And he says, all adults leave the room. <laughs> and then he's like, okay, I'll give you a count on all the adults leave the room. So immediately you're thinking there's going to be some element of perversion here. I was pleasantly surprised that it didn't involve child molestation. So I thought the punchline was funny because he just gets requests from kids to read passages from dirty books. Like Fanny Hill and Marquis de Sade. I thought that was kind of funny, you know. As it, it, it was a it was the it was a funny bit when he takes the nose off, he lights the cigarette, he takes the books out, he becomes kind of stern. I can give that a thumbs up. All right, I'll give it a thumbs down. Okay, can you explain to me what the problem is here? Uh, it's not that funny. What is it parroting? Because it's kid shows. How? Because, I guess kids, uh, I guess at the time they would write in and be like, I love Coco the Clown. Yippee-hoo. But they're talking about porn instead? Well, because that's what kids want to see, right? Yeah, that's the thing. What kid is doing this? Well, look, okay, the mono equivalent... It's just, just, haha, random, and that's not that funny. I mean, it was funny seeing him take the nose off, like, the cigarette, like, go from happy-go-lucky guy to, like, dude squatting, reading... Russian literature or something that was that was funny but there are bits like this and a few others that go on for far too long and then the punchline is typically not worth it for the amount of build-up when you have it like a skit movie you want them to be quick yeah. you want to be like hi I'm Johnny Knoxville and this is me getting kicked in the nuts and then he just gets kicked in the nuts get some laughs bang boom you're out of there this does have um, some jackass quality that I'll talk about in one of the later skits so remind me of that but okay yeah maybe you're right some of the setups are long and including this one you know maybe it's for the payoff you get not that great but i'm gonna give it a thumbs up because i I it was funny period and the thing for me is like he comes he he sits down and then he talks about um or starts reading the book and okay that's funny but then it doesn't get any funnier than that he just keeps reading passages from the book and you've done the joke already so you either need to like amp up the vulgarity of the books that he's reading or add something else because once you've done that joke it's done that's the punchline and then it's just he just he he says words 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 punchline 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 you gotta switch it up you know uh, I'm gonna give it a thumbs up anyway. Thumbs down. Okay. Um, mouth appeal. They have this. Com- <laughs> they have this commercial where it's like combined toothpaste and mouthwash, <laughs> which like the equivalent now is when you get the crest with the scope in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then okay, uh, then this couple kisses while the guy still has it all on his mouth. Uh, I'm gonna give this one a thumbs down. I'm gonna give it a thumbs up. Are you serious? Yeah. This is the okay. This one stinks because the punchline here. Is that they just they just make out for a little bit and then they both have like uh, toothpaste on their mouth. Is that the joke? It's just haha sex appeal in advertisement. That's it, and they do that throughout the whole movie, and it gets sort of stale. Um, but this was the first one, so okay. I thought it was funny. So you know what, thumbs fine. up. But as an individual skit, thumbs down. Okay, it gets thumbs down. Okay. Um, next we have Babs and Roy. Uh, it's basically just a Barbie and Ken ad, but. Babs and Roy, and they go through the life, and they're like they get fall in love, and they get married, and then they divorce. That was like you know. I thought that's funny. It was kind of funny. You know what I don't like hmm. is the and I, you know what? Okay, this is one of those things where this is fifty. This is almost fifty years old. Okay. Yeah. So some of these jokes may have been done. Yeah. 
the joke of Barbie and Ken not having genitals so that they can do that. Uh, I've heard that too many times before. Okay, I feel like I I I know they didn't, but I feel like I've even seen that in Toy Story three. Okay, <laughs> so I can't do I can't do that anymore. So this one, uh, it was okay. Uh, this one struck me as a little cynical because it's like. You know, the marriage dissolves and yeah. he cheats on her and then he goes drinking and, you know, it's kind of funny, but this, I'm, tr- I'm, tr- I'm getting, I want some laughs, you know, I, I want a little levity in my comedy. So this one's, I'm giving it a thumbs down. Okay. I'll give it a thumbs up. Are you doing this on purpose? <laughs> I'm not. I thought that was funny. Okay. Next And one. the best thing with these commercials is they're short. Yeah. The commercials are nice because they're just one quick ideas. There's some skits that are longer than others. Um, Coco, I guess, was one of the longer ones, as well as The Hitchhiker to start. Um, Then you have this one called Cram TV Kitchen. (laughs) Love it. It's (laughs) It's early Tim's Kitchen. It's early Tim's Kitchen, and it's like early um, How to Basic. Yeah. Um, It's pretty good. Yeah. But it's too long. It is too long, I agree. It's too long, because at first you're like, okay, he's doing the stuff, and it makes sense. Then it's like... Then he continues on, and they're giving them more and more absurd instructions. They're yeah. like, put the shortener on your hand, then dunk <laughs> it in water, then let go of the onion that's in your hand, make sure it bobs to the top. Uh, that worked. It was too long. Yeah. So that one, you know what? It's like, it's. I'm kind of going to do the Roman Emperor thing where I'm like, ah, wh- which way are you going to go? What else he puts it over the top is that um, the end result was funny. Yeah. Uh, looking at the room, um, and you're right. You know what? Knowing that this is where Tim's Kitchen Tips and How to Basic get their inspiration, I'll give this a thumbs up. I just love that they keep rep- repeating the name of the product. They're like Cramps Easy Shortener or whatever, which I suppose is supposed to be craft. Yeah. So this is um, this is this still is relevant. Okay? Yeah. This is still a brand that exists. Yeah. So yeah, okay. And you know what? It's kind of like on the. Uh, cr- it's like when you look at the back of a craft peanut butter, and it's like peanut. How to make peanut butter? Cookies. <laughs> I guess you could slap one of those on a cramp shortener. <laughs> sure, I'll give this one a thumbs up. I like the idea. Um, then you get the Jeratan girl. Yeah. Okay, so I I looked at the Wikipedia. Apparently, and this is one that's dated, and because it's dated, even though it's funny, I'm gonna give it a thumbs down because it doesn't work now, because. Apparently, Geritol was a diet pill that was in the 60s and 70s, and they had a controversial ad campaign where the real tagline was, my wife, I think I'll keep her. And then he also says that in this. Chevy Chase is, is, uh, you know what, he's pretty handsome. Yeah, it's an early appearance. He's really young. He's really young. And then they just get what is apparently an adult film actress to strip, and then they have a little naughty scene under the covers. Uh, it's okay. I like it just because that idea still exists of... What, and what is Geritol again? It's supposed to be like a, a diet pill. Oh, it's a diet pill you so said? It's like, so the idea is like, my wife, I'll keep her. Because she's going to take this and she's going to be slimmer or yeah. better in shape. Or more, have more verve or something. I, I love that. Just that idea of brainwashing and advertisement still exists today of just, you know... If you give this pill to her, not only is she going to be skinny, but she's going to cook for you. She's going to give you head whenever you want. She's going to clean up your mess because you're a man baby. They um, Advertisements still do that where they make promises. Uh, well, they're not saying anything, but hey, I mean... The difference is that back in the day, they would just have that commercial. And then now they had that commercial and then side effects may include depression, suicide, um, uh, heart palpitations, uh, brain hemorrhaging. You know what I mean? And then they show it. They show like... You know, and they show, like, the happy yeah, people yeah, in the yeah. medicine commercial. So it's it, it kind of works. But, yeah, it, uh, to me, then, it, it's not just about that medicine anymore. It's just about that style of advertisement. So it's semi-relevant. Yeah. I'm going to give it... Um, I'm still going to give it a thumbs down. Guess what I'm going to give it? <laughs> Getting away with it, I'm going to give it a thumbs up for that one. Okay, we're... It's, I feel like we're going to... We're going to really connect here. And we're going to align okay. for these next ones. Okay. Um, the next one is Food for Thought. Uh, that one is funny. Yeah. Basically, it's just these guys. They have, like, the president of a bank. They have, like, an editor of an economics magazine. Yeah. 
they have like a, and they have a couple of university professors and they're t- talking about the state of the global market and they're, ta- <laughs> and they're talking in such general terms that it's supposed to be mind numbing and you can't even pay attention for a second <laughs> and they talk about uh, initial values <laughs> and fluctuations stuff like that paradigm and, shifts the shifting paradigm as always which is always a crucial element in these kind of discussions and the guy they start off and the guy like goes for one of the guys goes for the tea on the table <laughs> then they pass some finger sandwiches and then they're all eating and they're kind of interrupting each other uh, that one's kind of funny because i relate to that because i always take those kind of pass arounds i'll always go for a nice cup of tea and an apple fritter it was funny to me because it just reminded me of a jerry seinfeld gag Something he would say, like, what's the deal with uh, the water in the middle of the table? Are they going to start munching down? Like, he would just say something like that. You get a yeah. little canned laughter. So that's just parroting that idea or doing, like, a gag, basically. And I, I like it. It's funny. It was a good setup. Yeah. That was, this was one that was brief enough that it didn't overstay its welcome. Yeah. Yeah, food for thought, it'll get a thumbs up. Yeah, same. Um, let your fingers do it. Okay, this one's getting a thumbs down right yeah. away. Yes, terrible. Now... Terrible. Um, this is another one that's dated yeah. because it's a parody of a AT&T 70s ad where they would do walking fingers, just the walking fingers thing. And I'm sure it's like, to, there's probably something wholesome at the end. Yeah. Uh, in this one, the thumb becomes a cock for one of the fingers yeah. and then it fucks another set of fingers. Yeah. It didn't really work for me, not only because <laughs> I'm not a boomer, but because, um, I want more clever smut humor okay i want some effort yep that's like if a movie came out and they did a charmin ultra soft commercial and they just had one of the bears fuck the other bear that's oh whoa that's kind of like what you see on like robot chicken or (laughs) yeah and you watch a show when you're 12 when you stay up too late on a sleepover and that's it like no one's giving this movie any points for maturity i'll say that okay it's juvenile at best yeah that sucked i wasn't making fun of anything that that wasn't a good gag gag. and it's just it's just especially bewildering now because you watch this now with no context and you don't get it i thought maybe there's a yellow pages ad and then there's like why would there be yeah it kind of connects but yeah it's it doesn't work no this one it it just ain't killing me no sucks the dealers in wasted (laughs) k oh my god so so for some reason they decided that this was going to be the i don't want to say that well i would say it's the centerpiece because a it's in the middle and it's long as fuck and b i think it's the longest yes it has to be it feels the longest so what happens is that you get this intro, and it's kind of like cop shows mm-hmm. or like detective shows, where yep. it's like two guys in suits and they're rushing through an airport, and it's like you know it's playing that high tempo music. You think it's gonna be like Dragnet or something? TJ Hooker. You think it's gonna be like TJ Hooker or something? And they're gonna be like buddy cops, and they gotta go, you know. But then they pay it off. The joke is that they get home and they can't believe they got away with it. They open up their pot bellies, and it's full of pot. Grass. Full of grass. So the joke, and then it shows the dealer. So the, so I thought the joke was done there. Yeah. Because I thought the joke was that you thought they were cops in a cop show, and then, you know, they're kind of the opposite of that. They're dealers. Um, and then it goes on for, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so they just go and do a deal. They go to deliver to this guy. He's a super wealthy guy. They get into his little room where he probably smokes cigars and plays poker with the boys. And then he has a buddy there. And the two dealers freak out. They go to the washroom and they're like, you got to flush it down the toilet, man. He's a cop. And maybe he was. I don't know. That that wasn't really a joke for me. I think uh, one of the jokes, and this is like the big joke, is that they're inept. Yeah. And that they're extremely paranoid. Because I don't, I don't think he was a cop. Yeah. Because they're like, we're gonna sell to this guy. They think he's a cop. They flush it down the toilet. They leave. Then they're on the road, and then there's a cop behind them, and they're like, oh my god, there's a cop behind us, and they're like, we gotta eat the shit. We gotta eat the shit. So they take, they start eating the weed. I think we need to make a list, uh, for, for cop, called, like people who have never been offered a joint before. And we're just going to add movies that have people consuming weed in ways in which it's not possible to. 
and they act in ways that people who smoke weed uh, don't act um, because they get high from eating all of these plants, <laughs> and that does not work. Don't worry about it, bro. Okay. Don't don't worry. It was the seventies. We had a poor understanding of the marijuana uh, epidemic. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna excuse these guys from this. Yeah, Ben Shapiro or whoever directed this. <laughs> it was actually <laughs> funny enough. It the guy who directed this is Ken Shapiro. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Shapiro's father. <laughs> I guess he didn't inherit any of his humor, huh? <laughs> Anyway, the dealer thing continues. Basically, they just don't know how to deal. They live in squalor. The th- the thing ends really weird. With just the, the most embarrassing punchline of this whole thing. So they get home after their failed dealing. And... Oh, no, okay. Actually, sorry. Before that, they go to a movie theater. And the <laughs> tall, skinny one goes and starts making out with this chick. And then they start fucking in the theater. Yep. And then you have a contrast on the same screen with the shorter, fatter guy striking out with some Carol King-looking girl. Yeah. And that was like, okay, wasn't that funny? Then they go home, and they don't have any food. And it's, uh-oh, they don't have food. They're really poor. They have, like, six Cheerios and a, and a dry chicken left. Some tweaker steals their plants. Then, okay, no, then the guy falls asleep. Yeah. And then you actually get... This is the best part of it, is that you get this... They just do, like, this psychedelic dream sequence, mm-hmm. but it's animated. Yeah, yeah. And it looks I pretty like cool. That. They do it, and he's just, like, falling through stuff, and it's... It's cool. It's kind of visually inventive. Kind Rinchian. of remind, it, <laughs> Kafka-esque, dare I say. Actually, it reminded me of Heavy Metal a little. Yeah, same. Anytime I see that, that sort of grainy... Um, jagged line art i just think of heavy metal metal, where it's missing a couple frames in between yes Mm -hmm. yeah it reminded me a lot of heavy metal then they wake up some tweaker stole some of their weed shitty and then the guy is like i love i love you man i'm uh, he's like he basically just says i love you i want to be with you let's go to bed together and then the joke is that the other guy doesn't get it he's like of course i love you man why would we go to bed at 7.30, et cetera, et cetera. That was not funny, but it made me think of something that was kind of funny, which is that one um, Trailer Park Boys prequel movie, one, what is it, One Last Shot? Yeah. Where they're, like, at the end, like, yeah, I'm gay, man. And he's like, yeah, me too. Let's, I love you. And then they leave. It, it, it reminded me of that, so I had a little chuckle when I remember something better. And the, I... Were they dealers in one last shot? They were doing some criminal activity. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I think they were probably selling dope or something like that. Yeah, that's kind of their MO. Um, And then um, it ends. With a little little watermark of some church, some made-up church group. It was a product of of some, some church group. So I guess the joke there was that the church had sponsored this to show that crime doesn't pay. Yeah, but you know what's weird is that we watch Reefer Madness, right? Yeah. And that movie is more a self-parody than this movie is intentionally parodying Christian stuff. Like, why wouldn't they make it extreme? Like, they're just kind of slightly paranoid, and they're poor. And they're stupid. Yeah. Shitty weed dealers are poor. I don't know. That's not funny. That's just true. Yeah, this this is kind of like the worst Cheech and Chong movie you've ever seen. So bad. And the joke just being that he's gay... Like it's not very funny. No, I don't oh. know. They, and that's just the centerpiece of the film. So yeah. they really they did. Uh, you know what? Admittedly, they fucked up here. Okay. Yeah. Did not. That's going to be a thumbs down. That's going to be me, two thumbs down. Siskel and Ebert style. <laughs> yeah. Shitty. Okay. Then they have Butts beer. Just a beer commercial, and it's just about guys drinking in a bar, having fun. And then they all start punching each other, and it's just general chaos for a minute. Um, this one's okay. I kind of like the physical humor. I was kind of waiting for somebody's head to get smashed with, like, a fake thing, you know? <laughs> like you some know? squibs? Yeah, like, I was just waiting for, like, a fake glass to get smashed over a guy's head, and, you know... This was kind of a nice-needed uh, spurt of physical comedy, mm-hmm. so... And, you know, it, you, not only does crime not pay, guys, um, alcoholism doesn't pay. So I'm going to give this a thumbs up for its uh, anti-alcohol message. Yeah, it was pretty good. Okay, um, then we have Channel 1 Evening News. Um, This one is based around puns, which you know is going to be a slam dunk. 
So basically, they have a bunch of anchors with silly names. There's one guy like Fred Fagu. Um, there's one guy like I can't remember some of the names, but then they also Ching Chong Man. Yeah, I think was one of them. Then and they also um, do some co- probably culturally insensitive Vietnam War jokes. Tyrone Williams uh, makes an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they go live reporting in suck. <laughs> suck muck dick or something. Suck muck a dick. So that was a good one. Then they show. Um, the only thing I liked about that portion was they they kind of take a stab at um, uh, the war in Vietnam in general. Yeah. Because they mention like this pointless operation blowing up <laughs> civilian centers in a foreign land. I was like, okay, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, that was. Then they go to cut to him. Then they cut to a reporter getting like assaulted by a drag queen prostitute in Harlem or something. That one wasn't the, that funny. Too many, uh, too many sex vulgar sex gags. Yes, and we didn't even get to the mo- most vulgar one yet. Yeah. Um. So then there's then they do a parody of um in drag and blackface. Oh. Tasteful. <laughs> Uh, they do a parody of Indira Gandhi, um, and then this ha- it has a funny joke where the I was thinking like who's the president at the time? I guess in seventy four it would have been like Nixon. Yeah. That was the year he resigned. Yeah. So I just like to think the guy was a parody of Nixon, and then like at the end of the press conference, he's just jumping on her. He's like, "Yeah, you're gonna love America. You're gonna love America." And then he jumps on top of her, and he and she carries him off screen. That was funny. Um. And then they finish to a gag that goes on, t- and this is the perfect example of going on too long. And it's one of those things where it's meta. Well, listen to this, Lucas. It's meta because it goes on too long because it parodies when you're watching the news and it takes too long to cut away. Um, but they do it for like two minutes and then he crawls out of his chair. I like stuff like that. I didn't, like that one actually goes on too long where I just, I, long. I just took out the phone. Like, yeah, I know what's, let's wrap it up guys yeah Yeah. they could have they could have done that better this is like the worst anchorman movie you've ever seen i'm gonna give this one a thumbs down overall yeah thumbs down for that and their little russian space thing because that wasn't funny at all either oh yeah and they have that they have like this weird yeah they have that um the guy looks like the rocketeer but this is before <laughs> the rocketeer so i guess he's based he was meant to be based on the guys that the rocketeer was based on yeah so this is the proto first appe- this is the first edition rocketeer so this is a collectible my man um yeah so that one was lame lame um next one is uranus Com- uh, corporation they intersperse the evening news with these commercials from this uranus corporation that's the joke um, the first one uh, is kind of schizophrenic. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. And then I guess the punchline for the first one, of course, is the Uranus. And then the second one, they show a machine making product brown 25, which looks like shit. Yeah. And then that's the joke. It looks like shit. And then there's a third one that I... F- oh, there's one where they they kind of skewer lax environmentalism. Yeah. Where they're like, we look at the squalor of this lake. It used to be a beautiful teeming oasis. Well, after a year, 30 experts and a million dollars invested, we came up with this ad campaign to save the lake. So, okay, that was kind of funny. That was good. Um, Unfortunately, that's one out of three. So I'm going to have to give this a thumbs down. Yeah. Um, Let's look at the international sex games. What was the point of that? It was so stupid. So they got more adult film actors. Yep. And what it is, is basically it's like the Olympics, mm-hmm. except instead of the commentators commenting on sports, they're commenting on people having sex. So it's like the sex Olympics. So random. And it's not that funny. They don't even get, they, I don't even get to see a lot of the action. You know, like, actually, you guys are that big of pussies. Like, we just watched Pink Flamingos and we're going to this now and they're like, we already, um, there's we already, VHS static. We already like, saw a guy's cock earlier in the movie. I don't get the problem. I guess maybe it's like a content thing, but shit. That was so lame. And then the joke is that they're just commentating and saying stuff like, oh, he's licking her nipple and going down her belly. Wow, amazing. That's technique. so funny. That's so funny when you keep doing that joke over and over <laughs> again. 
Yeah, that one... Th- <laughs> like, why don't you just... Why don't you actually show what's happening and then they just add, I don't know, extreme fetishism into it and then they, like, commentate over it in a serious manner? That would be funny. But then it's just static. You don't see anything. And then them just doing commentary. Who cares? What's what's so funny? Um, thumbs down. Yeah, thumbs down. This one was just, like, a lame sex one. It goes Sorry. on too long. It's one of those things where you have, like, a nice idea... That would have been good as, like, a commercial or something, but not for, like, a three-minute skit. Just yeah. didn't work. Okay, uh, four, only four more to go, Lucas. You, you, we're almost done. Don't yeah, worry, yeah, buddy. Yeah, 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 <laughs> um, Democratic Mumble. This one is silly. I actually like this one. They just take footage from the DNC, and they put um, some guy scat singing over it, going, like, Mamma mia, pizza, ya, parida, do um, it was so stupid that I actually ended up laughing at the end. I'm giving this a thumbs up. Okay. I'll give it, I'll give this one an okay. You give it an okay? Yeah. Okay, okay, facts, facts, okay. <laughs> um, then they have the second appearance of Chevy Chase, who is, like, in two commercial skit or, like, yep. small skits in this, but it's his debut appearance, guys. Um, he sings a song, he's a pretty good singer, he sings, uh, I'm looking over a four-leaf clover. I'm looking at this clover that I overlooked. And then the second time he sings it, the guy hits him on the head a bunch of times in percussion. Then mm-hmm. he slaps him at the end. Yep. Um, I'm in a good mood. I'll give it a thumbs up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. So thumbs down for me. Um, se- okay. <laughs> this one... <laughs> This one, it's a PSA. So it's a PSA about venereal disease, which is the old term for STDs. Yeah. And you get a little mascot telling you the symptoms of gonorrhea and when you should get checked and syphilis and other things. Okay, this is the joke. The guy... And this is this is the jackass moment. Mm-hmm. This is, do you see how I can see this? Is like yeah, 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 yeah. They put... They just put googly eyes and put a little suit underneath um, two balls and a dick. Yep. So the joke is that at first you're like, huh, what is that? And then they zoom in and it's this guy's dick. Very clearly. Um, This one pissed me off because why did you cut away from the sex thing if we're going to see a dick? This is most ex- this is as explicit as you can get. Yes. I think maybe there was a thing where it was like, I think that, and this kind of still is where it's like, you can't see female genitalia, but you can see male genitalia pretty clearly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Maybe it plays into that. Uh, I'm going to have to give this a thumbs down because after I figured out that the guy was a dick, then I just had to look at this guy's dick and balls. Um, so it's a thumbs down. It's going to be a thumbs down for me too. <laughs> um... They do this sort of thing in Jackass, but the funny thing in Jackass is then they cut back and you see the guy actually in the thing, and that's funny too. And then maybe he could have like been like, "Oh, venereal diseases can even make you vomit," and then he pisses or something. That would be funny. But then the joke is just, "Oh, it's his penis," and then drags, 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 drags. That's a joke. You've done the joke, so you got to do something else. Um, Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Thumbs down. Okay, and then we get to the last one. Okay, yeah. this is my favorite. <laughs> Continue. This is my favorite. It's just the director, apparently. Yeah. He's in just he's in a seersucker suit. Yeah. That's a boomer thing. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Um, he just sings this happy day standard jazz vocal song. And he just... It, this is like... If the last one was proto-jackass, uh, this, was like, this was like proto, like any on-the-street type show like an eric andre yeah. except like instead of molesting everybody in sight they just are kind of playful with it he just singing the song to everybody he just dances around it's funny to see him do it in new york where nobody gives a shit it was nice to know that even 50 years ago in new york nobody gives a shit if you're being a stupid those idiot. weren't extras i don't well like he goes into well like he he follows a woman he's like dancing along and she just ignores him then he follows along with a number of women and she cracks a smile then he goes into like a uh, crosswalk and he's just standing there and then just people walking the only guy that i think was an extra in this was the cop yeah, yeah he jumps off and falls off this these raised planters and then this cop he does one of those little 
one of those little candy ass jigs mm-hmm. and then the policeman does it too yeah. this one kind of made me smile I don't know I thought it was funny it was kind of wholesome mm-hmm. yeah I'm giving it a thumbs up I'm gonna give it a thumbs up too you know I'm in a good mood you're in a good mood? I'm in a good mood now that was it that was everything yeah. do you have any additional overall thoughts for this film? yeah I think it kind of missed it's Mark and it should have just been lampooning more ideas, I think, instead of just showing dick and balls and yeah. making someone gay or someone being a drag queen in blackface. That's like I said, that's funny when you're 13, but then I don't know, it just doesn't work for me. It's not that funny, and I really hate commercial television, I hate advertisements. So, this should be a movie that I love, and I think. Like, its intent is to parody 70s television, right? Yeah. It's just parodying TV at the time when the movie came out. It's not really parodying it. It's just sexualizing it. And that <laughs> that isn't funny all all the time. So that's my big thing is, you know, more things like that uh, diet pill commercial. Where that's, that's for now anyways, timeless. Because that idea is still kicking to this day. Yes. Yeah. Um, the production value is whatever on it. Um, the acting is, well, like, the, the, the big expedition of acting is in the dealers, and they kind of suck. Um, and not every, anybody's doing anything particularly demanding. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's no stand-up comedic performance here. It was cool to see an early appearance of Chevy Chase, however. So that was kind of a novelty there. <sighs> is this movie it? Well, who's to say? I'll say it right now, and I'll give this movie three whole bags of popcorn what? out of ten. Okay, crap movie. Is that what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna count how many thumbs up I had. And okay. It's gonna dis- if it's over, if there's eighteen skits. If it's over, if it's nine or over, I'm gonna give it three. Seven, eight. Don't. It's done. Okay, well, I'm at eight, and I'm thinking about the four-leaf clover one again. And you know what? I'm gonna, you know what? I'm going to say... Listen, this is what I'm going to do. Okay, okay. I'm going to compromise. Okay. I'm going to give them the four-leaf clover, so it's nine skits out of 18 that hit the mark. But yeah. um, unfortunately, this is college rules. Yeah. And in college, you usually need a 60 to pass, <laughs> so I'm going to give this a two out of five bags. Nice some skin on me. That's a good review. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like SNL, except less funny, so... Just make me want to rewatch like Putney Swope or Atomic Cafe. Like, just any good movie? or No, well, Putney Swope's about advertisements, oh, and yeah. Atomic Cafe is about specific advertisements, political ones. Yeah. So, I just want to watch those instead. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think, after I saw this, was there any modern equivalent that satirizes just pure TV like this? I don't think there is. Any Anything in movies, anyway. I'm sure, in, like, once again, on Saturday Night Live, yeah. they, they make fun of the new Apple commercial all the yes. time. I mean, I guess the TV's big enough now that that can be the domain, but maybe they should remake the Groove Tube. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the idea. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea, and maybe just have it be... Um, maybe not a, a movie. I don't know. I don't like compilation movies. They have to hit. Like, Jackass hits because almost every skit is just Jack is a, a banger. Jack's, Jack has actually a leave a, a league above this because you know the guys in Jackass, so you yep. already like them. Yeah. They all look like they're having fun. It's it's different. Yeah. Because Jackass is like, this is like, this, this skit, you live and die on the skits. Jackass, it's the sketches or whatever sh- fucked up shit they do, but it's also like, you like seeing Steve-O and Johnny. <laughs> yeah, man! <laughs> yeah, you know, those are the guys. This just has Chevy Chase and well, Ben Shapiro's dad. An early appearance, so... An early appearance, if you guys didn't know. Uh, Chevy Chase. Perhaps his first film appearance. Alright, you want to say screw it and go watch a show? Yeah. Oh, well, next week's movie, actually. That's uh, kind <sighs> of important. Uh, let's spin the wheel. Wheel it? But I will retain my unlimited veto nope. privilege. No. No, 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 Lucas. What about you? It's done. The veto's... No. <laughs> Listen. Oh, 
I'm taking over because you're you got bro, you got me fucked up, man. I'm not doing this. All right, we got three ninety nine. They put us on the hot seat, brother. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, this three ninety nine. It's gonna be next week's movie, no matter what. No, I nope. I don't agree. I don't agree because you know what? Um, I don't agree, and I'm equal partner of the show. And I'll flip you for it. No, I'll flip well, you for I'll, the veto. I'll I'll decide if we get to flip, <laughs> or if I get to veto the movie. In oh, it's only sixteen. Ooh. You know what? Okay. S- 16 minutes of bizarre surreal imagery this is called the in a doom I, I know this. and illusion dog from 1929 we'll do this as the bonus with whatever else we do okay how about that we um, can't do we yes, can't spend 16 yes. it's 16 minutes guys okay uh, that uh that's a very famous scene you'll it's pretty awesome you'll yeah see. yeah okay Let's re-roll. We got 187. It's going to be something we've done before. That's got a nice feel. Like, you know, that feels like ah, 80s sci-fi. You know mm. what I mean? Maybe like a reanimator. Yes. Mm. Let's hope it's good, guys. I don't want to have to veto another one. I think it was 299. Uh, so 187 is actually The Terminator. Oh. Does that count as a cult? No. The gross, unfortunately, <laughs> was 40 million. Which forty years ago was like four hundred million. Yeah, I'm so, gonna pass on that one as much as that is an amazing movie. I'll give that f- I'll give that four out of five bags. Yeah, right I'll, away. I'll for, give it nine bags for Terminator. Okay, and then we got two eighteen. This one, this this one, I feel like the movie will be dry. T two is better. I was right with eighty sci fi. Yeah, this one feels like it's gonna be kind of a drier pick. Um, we almost got Serial Mom. <laughs> We were so close to Serial Mom. We had to do Serial Mom. So you don't respect the wheel then? Well, it was basically there. Let me see this movie. No, we have to get... We'll get to Serial Mom. (laughs) Do you want to do Idle Hands? It's a teen black comedy horror. What? That's what we landed on? It is. It is? No, we got the Frighteners, didn't we? Oh, shit. I was looking at the wrong one. Idle Hands? I'm going to veto this. This looks like shit. And I and it doesn't. Okay, let's see if we can find cult on the Wikipedia page, guys. Shit. Come on, come on. Culture, in popular culture. Yeah, it was referenced in a robot chicken episode, so I'm gonna have to re-roll. Unfortunately, we got two twenty-six. I'm so not that far away. Uh, we already oh. did Dark Star. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Two forty-seven. Here we go. This is the big one. I have a feeling. Um, the w- browser. Fire Firefox? <laughs> I have Internet Explorer. <laughs> a pilot is sent into the Soviet Union on a mission to steal a prototype jet fighter that can be partially controlled by a neural link. Who's this? In- is very topical. Okay, uh, and it has Clint Eastwood. And oh. it's directed by Eastwood? Sold. Sold. Immediately. <laughs> We're doing Firefox. Facts. You know what? I'm going to veto this one. Who said you get to veto? What the hell? Come I'm on. sorry. I'm cashing one in. Hey, I can't. Come on. I'm not strong enough. For Clint, for 80s Clint Eastwood Cold War picture? Come on. It has like a whole 38 <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, this is the last one. You know what? You seem excited. We can do it. Okay, you know, I'll, I, if this roll... Okay, we got 84. <laughs> if 84 is not good, we'll pick between 84 and 5. <laughs> One day we're not going to have this luxury anymore, and we're just going to have to take what we get. Damn. <laughs> Firefox, man. That kills me. I wonder, if the, I wonder if that inspired the web browser. 84's Plan 9. Do you want to do Plan... Okay, this is your pick fully. Plan 9 or Firefox? Because Plan 9 we Plan will nine. have to do eventually. Plan 9. And we'll do it with mics. If we get mics before this episode, Plan 9. If we don't, it's going to be Firefox. <laughs> Because you don't want Firefox to be the first episode yeah, with Mike. Yeah. Oh, you think you don't think Clint deserves it? Or? No. Oh. Or I do think that he does not deserve that. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> all right. All right. Plan nine. Yeah. We we already did Ed Wood, so naturally we should do a film by Edward D. Wood Jr. I think I'm gonna like Edward Ed, Edward Ed Wood more when I see it next. I mean, I did like it. I think I gave it seven out of ten, but I think I'll like it more when I see it next. Yeah, it is really a Johnny Depp picture, and yeah. those really live and die on Johnny Depp. 
Going, hey. <laughs> Speaking of deaf, well, this is tangentially related, but I saw that uh, next year they are coming out with that Tilly, Timothy Chalamet, Willy Wonka. It's going to be called, like, Wonka Master of Candy or some shit. Uh, it got delayed, though. You and I are going to see that in theaters. Uh, we'll paying be, full oh, price. That's where you got me, brother. That's where, <laughs> that's where we're going to have some problems. I'm not going to give any money. The Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. As Wonka? He's like... Wonka is like a is like a cuckoo crazy guy. How is he? You watched what is he in the French uh, Dispatch or whatever? Yeah, he's in that, right? Yeah. Is, how is he in that? It's okay. Is he cuckoo crazy guy? No, it's just oh, he looks he like just, he would be. He just plays Tim. No, he just European guy. Oh, he just Europe. He he plays. I don't want to say Timothy Chalamet plays the same guy, but he has the kind of he kind of plays like a serious guy. So like. If they're trying to make Wonka sexy, then I will detonate the pipe bomb in Warner Brothers Studios. I mean, they definitely will be doing that. Oh, God. I just... It's unnecessary. What would Roald Dahl think? Actually, you know what? He didn't like the first Wonka because <laughs> he pulled out of that because of disagreements. But yeah. You know what? what fuck Roald Dahl. What would Gene Wilder think? Okay, quickly, and then we gotta go. Watch New Dune was good the second time. Anything else you want to say? Um, no. If you enjoyed anything you heard today, make sure to stay tuned for weekly episodes available for streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and umfm.com. And don't forget to follow our Instagram page at COP Podcast.